Testing, one, two, three. Testing, one, two, three. Loud. It was really loud. I can hear you. Oh. I'm actually talking in a lower tone. That's odd. Okay. Let me see if I can change the microphone not to be so powerful. You, maybe sound, a little dis you sound distorted. <sighs> um. Let me see. Um. these other ones here um
Can you hear me now? Yes. Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Is it better? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to stick with the plugins for these for this platform and not my hands free, I guess. Okay. So. All right, so five minutes into it, so at six minutes I'll start. Um, so we're talking about basically what, how to keep the spark in your entrepreneurship. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Ooh. All right, we're getting ready to start in ten seconds here. Five, four, three, two. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Empowered Hour with Empowered Living Inc. It's your girl, Athena and Coronada. Hey, girl, hey. How you doing? Hey. <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you? Just peachy. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm trying to get myself together, um, which is why this topic came up today. So I guess it's fitting. So, but anyway, before we dive into that, our usual, how was your weekend? Um, it was, it was good. Um, you know, it was a weekend, had some, had a lot happening at one time, um, but it was good overall. How about yours? I would say my weekend was good. I mean, we had our first attempt at a uh, book kind of informative session. It wasn't really a book signing, so it was a informative session uh, for our book that's coming, uh, which, you know, we didn't get the turnout that we would like to have had, but, you know, it is what it is. That's usually how things go, and I think that's another reason why this uh, sparked the subject for me. But overall, um, the weekend was good, and tinkered with my cricket, <laughs> did a couple, made a couple more things for jewelry items. So overall, it was it was it it, it was a weekend. Okay, yeah. right. definitely could have been longer though. I'm sorry, it could have definitely been longer. Lord Jesus, it could have been longer. But you know, guess I can't I can't get more time. That's the one thing I can't get more of is time. No, it's kind of hard to get that. Uh, it's not like there's a store you can go to to purchase it. If it was, I'd have a lifetime membership. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or if I could clone myself and not be like a horrible, like my clone be a really bad version of me, I think I would definitely look into cloning. But you hear such bad yeah. stories about that. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> you hear all kinds of horror stories. <laughs> I'm bored with that. <laughs> you don't want to be. Too, you don't want to have two of you. I don't know if the world could handle two Renatas, but um, it couldn't. I, I think it, <laughs> <laughs> it probably couldn't handle two of me. Either, I'll just be honest. Um, <laughs> depending on the day, if it's a good day or a bad day, you know, depending on which Athena you get. But <sighs> anyway, I guess we all have that uh, yin and yang, good and bad, happy, and that other person. Uh, inside of us, so, um, but anyway, so, Renata and I got to talking this weekend, and 
Um, well, thus, the subject matter came up for today's uh, show, basically about being, um, I don't want to say, I guess losing the fire or the oomph and the, like, in, in your business and being entrepreneurs. Because, you know, we all know when you're ever trying to be an entrepreneur, everything that can go wrong goes wrong at least three times a week. Um, <laughs> or at least a couple times a month. I don't know. Hopefully, I mean, maybe some people out there don't have this problem. But I know for me, um, especially because my love, my passion is like doing stuff with my hands and being crafty. Um, everybody named Mama is being crafty, uh, especially when it comes to jewelry and uh, home decor and cups and things like that. But this is stuff I've liked to do for a long time, which I guess this goes back to that thing where people say you sleep on your gift and, you know, other people are going to start doing it more and then boom, you know. So that's that's my fault because, you know, I've been making my own jewelry for years. <laughs> I just never sold it or got it out there. If somebody ever asked me to make them something, I would make it, but it wasn't like it was a continual thing. Now I finally got to the point where I wanted to make it a continual thing and everybody named Mama is making everything. <laughs> so um, the, the whole subject matter of today's show came up because of, you know, me personally, I'm not gonna speak for anybody else, myself personally, being an entrepreneur, feeling this rut, feeling this um, not worthy feeling, feeling like I am not doing enough, or maybe, maybe it's not, I'm not, I don't know if I'm feeling like I'm personally not enough, or maybe I'm feeling like I'm not doing enough to flourish and grow my business. I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about, you know, where you are as an entrepreneur or not? Because you're like a serial entrepreneur for anybody who doesn't know, Renata has like at least seven businesses, I think, with her name attached as either co-owner, CEO, or something similar to that. Um, so she has multiple businesses that she's running or starting or flourishing or nurturing, whatever words you want to throw in there all at the same time. So I don't know. How, how, do you feel like that sometimes or am I the only person who feels like I'm stuck or I feel stagnant in my, um, in my dream or my, my, uh, my thing, my, my entrepreneurial dream. Um, first of all, I don't feel like I have that many businesses. Second of all, <laughs> I want you to name um, them. Name them real quick. I just want you to name them real quick so I can count. Mm -mm. Since you saying I can't. Nope, nope, I, nope, I'm gonna nope, do it nope. myself. Let's I, see. Well, I will say this. I will say this. I'm about to count. I do. I'm about to. I'm about to. Let me make my comment. I do a lot, but um, a lot of that is. Uh, when I was in graduate school, a very wise friend told me, you should have at least seven streams of income coming in. And so I don't have seven streams yet. So I do a lot of different things. Um, so yes, I've done a lot, but the ones that bring in income, it's just three, four. And some of the business is a kind of a complicated situation. So you don't have to count them. <laughs> Some of them is more of a it's more of a DBA. I think you miss I think you're missing one, truthfully. Of the ones that bring me income, it's not seven. So let me think. Empower living. Uh 
it's the insurance one that's bringing money in. Um, I mean, I know notary technically, um, but you haven't done anything with that one yet. I don't think neither have I. But that's neither here nor there. And then it's uh, which one am I? What am I missing? Is making you money? Shout out your businesses, girl. So Empire Living, um, and but Empire Living has a couple of subdivisions. Um, there is yes, I am a licensed uh, life insurance agent. Um, I am a notary. I do have my license in that. Um, I do contractual work um, as far as like supervision and therapy for other businesses. So I have a business um, called Be Beautifully Human. That that's what that falls under. I'm starting my bra line, so that's BH Intimates. Um, and then a, a couple of other things. I'll just I'll leave it at that. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, exactly. So I, I think I, I never, I never deny that I don't do a lot. Uh, but that's another topic for another day. But to answer your questions that are putting me all on blast, ooh. <laughs> um, no, it I think that's a common feeling. It wasn't necessarily on blast. It was more like mm -hmm. pump, pump all these twelve of your businesses. That's all that was. Why does this number keep going up? I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> went from seven to eight to twelve. All right. Um, yes, I do have a lot. I have a lot going on. I have a lot of parts that are moving. Um, at the same time, but I think it is a very common feeling um, for being an entrepreneur. I would even say, um, short version of Empower Living Story, um, I had the idea back in 2010 to start Empower Living, and we are 11. We just turned 11 in July, and there have been several times where I've been like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> this is a lot of work. It's not paying off. Um, whatever, whatever. And just wanted to stop. Um, even since I felt like in 2018, I felt um, it was very clear that God was saying, I need you to step away from the other places that you work and focus solely on the power of living. Um, even that was difficult just because I felt like um, I was I, I, at the time. I felt like, okay, I'm not really making any money from it. This is scary. This is a very scary place to be in. And eventually, what it was, it was just I had to be patient and all that. Everything has worked out. And ironically, last week I was even thinking, um, the crazy thing is, you start a business, and one of the things is to be able to make money. But just the realization that my business actually supports me. Um, which, you know, there have been several times where I never thought that, I won't say ever, but I thought it was going to take a long time to get to this point where I could solely survive off of my company. Um, but I think it, it does get discouraging because there's always the, and by doing this, I should be working more. Um, we definitely have this hustle mentality um, nowadays of, you know, you should get up at four in the morning to start working and you know, you sleep when you dead and all those things. So feeling like, oh, I'm never doing enough. Feeling like, you know, I've tried this. Why is it not working? Um, I hosted this event. So only so many people showed up. I was a vendor at this event. I only sold X amount of products. You know, am I reaching the people that I'm trying to reach? So I think you have a lot of self 
those doubting questions. And we're always at work critic. But like I said, I think it's pretty common. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's because I'm new to, to, to the entrepreneurial thing as far as years of actually been doing it. Um, because I didn't start in parent living with you. It, it was kind of later, what, I've only been since, well, let's say 2014. Wasn't it 2014, 2015? It's one of those odd numbers. But um, I, I knew in the sense of, like, I haven't been doing it for 10, 20 years or anything like that. The flexibility, the in the the time, the talent, whatever that I want to have for the rest of my life, um, but I still haven't figured out my niche, and I think that's part of my issue is where I'm having difficulty right now is because I know what I like to do, I know um, some of the things that that are my passion, but it's like as far as making it into something that makes money, that's where I'm struggling. Um, because, like I said, you know, everybody named Mama is crafty now, where people weren't crafty back in the day. People were not as crafty as they are now. I guess it's because they now have machines that they could be crafty with, uh, people making T-shirts. And I've noticed a lot of people who have had T-shirt businesses for decades are now, I'm not going to say losing business, but their business has slowed down some because more people are becoming uh, more acquainted with doing it themselves. Um, people are not necessarily trying to pay for convenience until it gets to be a huge number. And then there's also all these other businesses that are coming more to the forefront, like Vistaprint and places like Vistaprint, who will take your idea and print it out for you, whether it's on a business card, a cup, uh, a T-shirt, you know, they got that convenience factor working. So a lot of times smaller entrepreneurial driven businesses are not getting the shine um, that other businesses are or businesses that have been around for a long time and um, have been doing it forever. So I guess, I don't know, do, do you find that it's harder as a black business to start nowadays? Because, you know, everybody's on the buy black bandwagon, which I'm so for it. I'm, I'm 100% for it. Um, but I've always wanted to buy black or support black businesses even before it became popular. Um, but do you find like now having being an entrepreneur and having a black business, it's easier or harder? I mean, do you think it's, it's, I, I mean, I don't know. Um, I would say short answer. It depends on the business. Um, I mean, I think, yes, um, I think we're in a, a time where people are wanting to support um, small businesses a lot. Um, I think the pandemic kind of showed, I think a host of things in the last year and a half, almost two years, kind of showed the importance of being self-sufficient and, and not always consumers. Um, so I think on some levels, it's a little bit easier to get started because there are things, you know, back in the day, you know, you to have a business, depending on what you were selling. So like using you as an example for jewelry and stuff, like you needed a brick and mortar. 
that's not necessarily a thing that you have to have nowadays. But, you know, when we were teenagers, you know, there weren't a lot of online, you didn't do online shopping when we were teenagers. You may have done like a little bit of it, but that's nowhere near what it was. I mean, but you, to give context, when Athena and I were teenagers, you know, people were still using those AOL discs and all that stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a while ago, but I mean, I think there is there are more resources, so it makes it less of a headache to start a business. Um, but I think I think there's still some industries that are challenging to break into. I definitely agree. Because like you said, I mean, if you think about it, every every time that something advances, it seems like the smaller mom and pops who are doing it the way they've been doing it since the 1970s, 80s, 90s, those are the ones that are kind of uh, falling by the wayside, um, unfortunately, because technology and how things have progressed, it's like if you have a business that's more face-to-face that is really hard to do online, uh, those businesses are suffering real bad right now. Um, And then even with, you know, just the general um, thing as far as therapy, thank God that people are starting to finally recognize that therapy is a good thing um, and that, you know, we can do this virtually and still have an impact, which that's why I think Empowered Living has definitely been able to stay um, in the black, you know, in the positive in our bank account where, you know, in, in previous years, that was not always the easiest conversation to have. So I definitely agree with the fact that um, with times changing, it could be a good or bad thing as far as an entrepreneur is concerned. Um, And I guess, you know, because I'm guilty, I guess I am guilty of shopping online now. I just, as soon as I learned that I could shop online better and more efficiently, I started shopping online, partly because I don't like going to stores, because it's just, it's more of a headache for me to go to a store, whether it be a grocery store, whether it be a department store, I don't even like going to gas stations sometimes, but it's just like, I just, for me, because I'm an introvert, extrovert, all combination into one. I don't even like going to the store no more. And I and I now, you know, the more I talk about it, the more I'm hurting the small business that, you know, the little sh- little boutiques and shops that are not always online because their merchandise doesn't fit the online category because they don't have 14 of this or 50 of this or 60 of that um, available. So I guess I'm going to have to start doing what I <laughs> going doing what I want people to do for me, actually physically going to a store and buy things because there's still businesses out here who still are um, not. There's no need for them to be online. It costs them more to be online than it is just to have uh, things going how they are. Because most people they own their, you know, some people own their buildings. So it's like, you know, when they don't have space to have the inventory to go. Like, you know, you can't find every little thing on in somebody's store online you can find similar things but like you really need to go to a furniture store and sit on the furniture you know you really need to go to uh um certain stores and actually put your hands on things you know other than than you know kind of sitting at home and doing it on the internet or what have you but i don't know but there's i don't think it's a bad thing to shop online i think it's 
it's a plus and minus, you know, that's, it wasn't, we didn't do it when we were younger because it wasn't an option. Um, now we have options. And for some people, just the accessibility makes it easier. Um, for those who may not be able to get out, um, whether, you know, transportation, mental illness, physical illness, it could be a number of reasons why someone needs the convenience of, of things being delivered versus mm. going to the store. Could you imagine? Back in Could the I day, imagine what? Being back in the day of dial-up, trying, trying to order a white dress on a dial-up system. The fact of how long it would take sometimes to just switch to a different page. Your stuff would be sold, by, I mean, would be gone before you even click the next button because how long some dial-ups were so slow back in the AOL days. That you could, <laughs> by the time you clicked on something to buy it, somebody had already snatched up all ten of them because it took so long to freaking get through it. They see, I'm thank Lord, thank you for the advancements because you know somebody pick up the phone and you in the middle of doing something online and, and you just ruined your whole online experience. Like I can't mm -hmm. even imagine that still being. A thing now. I'm so happy. That's why I try to tell Michaela all the time. I said, "You don't know how lucky you are to be able to just turn on, pull up instantly. You got the nerve to get mad when it's refreshing. When if I would have picked up the phone and you was in the middle of trying to order them shoes, them Jordans you want so bad for your son, and I picked up the phone and ruined your whole connection, and you just lost out on them Jordans, you'd have been heated. But you know, thank thank you, Lord, for all the lovely advancements in technology. But <laughs> but on that note, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back after I get through chuckling over how uh, AOL was to us. So, but anyway, we'll be right back. Join us on JQLM Radio every Sunday morning from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Gospel Express Morning Show. Climb aboard and get your praise on. Eagle TV Network is the new digital, full-scale television network you didn't know you needed. A network for the people, by the people. Movies, series, music, and live television. From action, to drama, to sports, to thrillers, to horrors, to comedy, and more. Eagle TV has the best variety of new school and old school movies and shows. But most of all, independent content. Whether you want to watch TV live or on demand, advertise, Buy TV spots, submit content for airing, or add your channel to the network. Ego TV is the platform to start with and grow with. We support you as you grow with us. Available via web, mobile apps, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, and Android TV. Ego TV Network, electrifying entertainment. Okay, so we're back. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I think I'm done chuckling. But anyway, so do you hear a lot of that when you're since you're a therapist and you you are uh, the go-to therapist? I'm just gonna say you go-to therapist just because that's what I want to say. Um, <laughs> Naptown 
go to therapist. Yay. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> take your question. Like you take Thank you, you. Like you tell me, take your compliment now. What's, what's your question? What's your question? <laughs> do you do you hear from some of your entrepreneurial clients that they're struggling with this right now? Or do you, or is everybody good? Like, cause I I just be wondering, because for me, I I know my therapist gonna get an earful next week when I talk to her and I'm like, I'm st- I'm stuck. I feel like I'm really stuck. But do you get a lot of that? stuck conversation especially during the transition of the the big c the COVID, you know transition how people are still scared that we're going to shut down they're scared of new variants scared 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 do you get a lot of that uh from entrepreneurs that they're feeling stuck and stagnant and not moving very like how they want to um i would say it's a both and situation um some are stuck because they need to get out of their own heads um, or they're self-sabotaging or whatever you want to insert in that space. Um, others are just kind of being more strategic, um, being more strategic and efficient with kind of how they run their business. Um, and then some, I think, are are just kind of thriving and not really having any little to they're having minimal challenges in this season of their of their businesses. So I mean, I think it's it's a little all over the place. But again, I think sometimes we get stuck because it's us. So um, I have a few people who are doing some work, and we're talking about the importance of just doing versus kind of being in like a paralysis of choice or being paralyzed by perfection. And so just kind of recognizing that you'll never achieve that perfection. So what can we do in the interim? And if I'm transparent, that's something that I sometimes struggle with. Um, It's just feeling like I want it to be this way before it's released or done or whatever. And sometimes it's just a matter of, no, it just needs to be what it is. I mean, there are several inventions and other businesses that they're their prized product got started because they didn't keep they didn't wait for perfection. They just kind of let it happen as you will. Do you feel like the people around you, what are what is your experience with the people around you? I feel most people are in their own heads. I know I'm one of those people I'm in my head and because I'm a a slight perfectionist when it comes to certain things, like it's just certain things I'm perfectionist about, but um, the business is one of those is because I, I want things to go smoothly and effortlessly and I know for a fact nothing goes smoothly nothing is effortless um, but I definitely getting out of my own head and I can always motivate somebody else but I struggle to motivate myself and it's still something I'm, I struggle with all the time is because I can tell somebody else oh you got this you're going to do great when it comes to myself, it's like, yeah, you're gonna fail. <laughs> not, you know, not necessarily saying I'm gonna fail, but that's just kind of the attitude that kind of comes up. And or like, I'll be like, why do you think somebody's gonna support you? You know, um, those thoughts popping in my head. But I can tell my daughter all day, like, okay, Michaela, it's time for you to do this. You know, okay, Michaela, what you need to do now? This, this, and this. So um, I think it's it's 90% of the people that I know who are still struggling a little bit are struggling to get out of their own heads and um, and just go for it. Um, 
which it is hard to do. I mean, especially if you're used to, if you're used to generally playing the backfield and not necessarily being in the spotlight, and then all of a sudden you're thrusted into the spotlight, you're like, ooh, kind of want to step back. Um, it all goes back to living in your purpose, because like I said, I can tell people all day long, you got to, you know, live in your purpose, do what you're supposed to do, you know, go ahead. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It's, it's, it's yours, you know. And when it comes to myself, I'm like, girl, please, <laughs> you you ain't going to get this accomplished. So I don't know. It's, it's definitely trying to find that spark. And I think if that waiting game, nobody really generally wants to wait. Nobody wants to wait until um, things are 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 moving good they want it now everybody wants there we are definitely trained to be microwave you know do we want quick gratification we want quick uh results we want everything to be perfect and you know deep down we want everybody to love what we do enough for us to make money and then you see these people who literally sneeze or sing or do something on youtube and instantly they're millionaires it's like hey come it <laughs> you know part of that is like maybe i should have sang about a patty pie and i would be <laughs> rolling in some dough or something by now but you know just getting out of our own way is definitely something that i and a few people that i know are struggling with right now mm. For you, what would you say is a disconnect between being able to encourage others but but struggling to put that same encouragement in yourself? I would probably say 90% of it is uh, feelings of self-worth or self-esteem for myself. Because even though it's, it's grown uh, more than it used to, but mm, that self-esteem stuff is still, it still bruises. It's head, you know, I'm not as confident in myself as I want to be um, or as I used to be. I don't know where the switch has happened because catch me two years ago, I had way more confidence than now. But uh, now it's just like, I don't, I, I don't know how to be my own cheerleader anymore. And I've, mm. I, and I don't know why. I, I genuinely don't know where what has happened to me that I'm just like, why are you not able to encourage yourself? And, you know, why are you not able to um, pep yourself up to get up and go in the morning? And, and, and not saying that it's like in a depression type thing, but just saying like to actually sit down and make jewelry or to sit down and, um, make the stuff for my because those who know me i want to change my downstairs bathroom into movie theaters because i love movies i love 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 movies i want to change that bathroom into that i've bought a few things i brought some canvases i'm like you gonna do this bathroom it's gonna be all you you're gonna put your creative spin on it blah 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 I have not moved forward with that. And I keep and I had 40 things I wanted to accomplish by my 40th birthday and my birthday is a little over 30 days from now. And I'm like, holy shenanigans. I don't even think I've done 20 things. And I think I think I've done maybe 10. And it's like somewhere in there I've lost my my spark and I don't know where. I don't know how. It's not that anything's going wrong in my life. 
it's not that anything is going right. It's just that I'm in this spot where I'm just like, I just, I think I'm just stuck. And I don't know what has happened that has caused me to be stuck now. You know, when speaking to my therapist, of course, you know, this time of year has always been uh, weird. But, you know, of course, this is a time of year where, you know, Nana passed and then, you know, another relative passed. And it's like, and trying to navigate through that. And it's not that I'm feeling sad or anything. It's just that, and maybe I am deep down and I'm just not dealing with it. I don't know. But I just, I don't feel like I'm sad or or depressed or anything like that. But I just feel like that spark that I thought I should have by this point, I don't, I don't have it. It's kind of like fizzled a little bit. Now, I am happy about I think maybe maybe subconsciously I'm just focused on turning 40 and forgot about everything else. Who knows? But um, I just I I know that my spark is kind of just left, and I don't know why the spark is left because it's not like anything bad has happened. And maybe it's because like you know the few places that I have my jewelry in, it's not like it's flying off the shelf. You know, it's just kind of sitting there and not really going and it's like you know maybe that's why because it's like you know not that they have never told me not to bring anything back up there but it's like they're not beating down my door either saying hey bring me some more stuff so maybe that's why i don't have most part um because i just haven't had that demand maybe and maybe that's why the spark isn't there because it's like why am i doing why am i going to spend time doing this if nobody wants to buy for me you know what i mean so maybe that's where all this is coming from is just because I just don't have that that I've lost the spark for my business even though I know I don't want to work for people anymore I do know that for a hundred percent certain fact that I do not want to work for other people um, but I just don't know how to get my spark back to make me go forward no matter what no matter if I never sell uh, you know, to the caliber that I want to sell, you know, still keep doing it. Because it may be that one day that something ends up on Tyler Perry's TV show or <laughs> in a stage play or, you know, <laughs> you know, or on a TV show or something, you know, but it's just that spark is like, I don't know where it's going. It legit has kind of just faded or kind of smoky right now. It's not really a flame. I don't know. Okay. That's that's a fair answer and, and it could be a combination of all the things that you said. Um I mean, but even with using your example of doing 40 things by your 40th birthday, you still have time to do it. I mean, I remember last year I had a similar goal of doing 38 things before I turned 38. And I realized um about a month and a half out that I was like, Oh, you had a long way to go. So I just started doing stuff. <laughs> but I think sometimes, sometimes we do get in a funk and it's hard to get out of it. Um, sometimes we just need accountability partners to help us move forward. Um, sometimes it's just kind of processing it, talking it over in therapy. It could be a number of things that can be done to help, you know, make your situation a little bit better. Um, but even with all the help, you still got to, you have to kind of want to do it because nobody can make you do anything. So, I mean, on some levels, it is a catch-22. But I think 
I think we have to remember that the hard times or the challenging times in being an entrepreneur, things that help us grow. So when the positive times do come, what I think we appreciate them more and two, I think it, it gives us a perspective to kind of look back at, okay, this is where I, this is where I come from. This is the success that I've been able to, to see with, in regards to my business. So, I mean, I would say definitely keep those things in mind. I definitely, and I'm definitely keeping those in mind. I just, you know, I, I know it's still time to get some a majority, possibly all of those 40 things. I well know it's not possible to get all the 40 things done because I wanted to have my cabinets painted and seeing how I can't find a reliable person to come through with that and then I have to do it myself. Who, who knows when that's going to happen? But, um, just, you know, trying to get a majority of my 40 things accomplished that I wanted to get accomplished. I, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to sit down and <laughs> make, see how what number I'm at. I could be further along than I, I thought. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but I know it's still a few things that I, I, I've got to, I've wanted to get accomplished before. But, you know, I've just got to get my tail feather in gear to do it because tomorrow's not promised. Today's not promised. And I can't need to stop procrastinating. No, I, I get that 100%. Unfortunately, it's a story that I know all too well. Uh, I think a little bit opposite of you is when I start to feel overwhelmed, um, I tend to not want to do anything but the bare minimum. So um, I have to be very cognizant of when I'm in that space and what are the things that I can do that can kind of help me make that shift. Because things just don't get accomplished when I'm in that space. So. You know, kudos to you for kind of recognizing how you're feeling and to and validating them. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess this is a good time to take a, a quick little commercial break. So we will continue this conversation. So we'll be right back with more of the Empowered Hour with Empowered Living. Stay tuned. If you are an entrepreneur, podcaster, radio host, cinematographer, or photographer, and are in need of a space to work, the Ego Center is for you. A fully equipped radio podcast studio, photography and film studio, workstation, and small conference area are available for booking. Visit egoentertainmentnet.com to take a virtual tour, book, or join a membership program today. If you're tired of hearing the same music and content every 5, 10, or 15 minutes on air, then check out JQLM Radio for the realest, rawest, and most relevant variety of music, talk shows, and more. Start your days with a little bit of gospel and gospel rap from 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All of my life, I've never known you to fail. You deliver me. Then get into some hot R&B. Some hip hop.
the time and I heard that the- A little bit of pop And some Neo Soul For the rest of the day JQLM Radio Real, raw, and relevant my He wants everyone to Okay, so we're back. So we're back. You know, this subject is definitely one I feel like more and more people are struggling with and some people are real quiet about it. Um, especially when you have something new and you do something new, you want people to support you. So, um, and I, <laughs> I've been seeing one of our local DJs post a lot of things here lately about people not supporting or wanting to pay DJs what they're worth. So <laughs> that's another thing that kind of sparked this thought in my head, but I don't know, for the last half of the section, segment, is is there any kind of words of wisdom you can spit out? Like, if somebody is feeling real stagnant and stale, like, what would be the first suggestion you would tell them to, to do to get this accomplished? Mm, um, it's hard to say because I think it's going to look different for everyone. Um, so I'll give you an example. Um, last week during a during a therapy session, um, a client kind of talked about just being overwhelmed and and things of that nature. And so what we did was we wrote out what all they had to accomplish, and then we went through and came up with an action plan for it. And so um, there was some pushback of, "Oh, let's hold it. You know, let's let's push it off. We don't have to do it right now." Blah 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 blah. And so essentially what I ended up doing was I said, well, you talk and I type. And so I typed out, you know, the things that wanted to be accomplished, things that need to be accomplished. Um, we talked about like how to impact at various areas of their, their life. And we talked about how some of the things that were just, there was overlap. So things that may have went in category A could also apply in category C. Um, and we talked about, you know, what what is the difference when it's an A versus C? We talked about what are the the deadlines that we want to attach to these various activities. And then they know that by the time that was decided, there's the expectation to have those things done. But we broke it up into small chunks. So even though, you know, this is a this is a nice list. It's a realistic list because there's things that, because we made the timeline more realistic as opposed to saying, you're going to have everything done in two weeks. No, it was, we're going to give us a year. And in a year, these are things that we want to accomplish. And so, for example, their homework, um, if they've done their homework, they will have accomplished at least four things on the list. So, I mean, that's a, four may not sound like a lot, but four is better than doing nothing. So, you know, for some people, it might just be a matter of let's make a list to see what really needs to be done. And let's just be have more realistic timelines and goals. Let's make them smart goals. So essentially with smart goals, those are they're measurable. They're very specific. They're attainable. Um, they're realistic. And I cannot remember what T stands for. Each one of the letters stand for something differently. But essentially, you, you don't want goals like, <sighs> I'm trying to think of a goal that would be. <laughs> um, a Renata goal would be something like, 
I am going to start seven businesses by the end of this year. That's not a realistic goal. So, but it might be, okay, by the end of this year, I want to have accomplished these three things for Empower Living, these two things for Beautifully Human, these three things for BH Intimate. So it may be more, you know, this is the timeline I want to accomplish it. These are the barriers that will potentially prevent me from accomplishing it. Um, if I need accountability, if I'm someone that functions better with that, these are the identified accountability partners. I've talked to them, they said they're on board, whatever, whatever. So that would be one suggestion. I feel like that was really long winded, but that could be one suggestion yeah. of something it's, that could be done. It's definitely useful because I mean, it's like, you know, you have to set realistic expectations and goals. I mean, I know a lot of people say they go for broke when they're trying to start their business, but that's just never been in my, uh, my, 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 my sights. I have never wanted to go completely broke trying to do anything because I've been poor before. So it's like, I, know, I know how hard that struggle is. And, uh, you know, prioritizing and, and stepping out um, and doing it, you know, um, not holding back because like somebody like me, who's, like I said, I've been having jewelry making stuff in my possession for a long time because if, if it was something I couldn't find in the store or I had this idea in my head and like, oh, I wonder what that looked like. I have all this crap in my house. Like literally, if I was to organize all the stuff I have in my house for crafting, I could probably claim it on my insurance because it's like so much stuff that I have that I could literally use to craft or make or create something with. But, you know, so, so for somebody like me, it's like it's not really a startup that's necessary for me to to go broke or spend all my life savings on to, to get it accomplished. It's just me sitting down and actually doing something with it um, and finding that motivation to do something with all the things that I have in my hands, right, right near my hands I could do. But for me, it's just, it's become real slow. And I definitely feel like prioritizing and using this planner that I <laughs> bought, and I bought one for 2022 already. <laughs> it's like, okay, you're going to get yourself together um, and get organized and get on top of things and stop, you know, making excuses and, and do something. But, but I would even <clears throat> say with that, People who I've talked to who I would deem successful successful business-wise, often I'm told, don't go, don't try to do everything, but do maximize what you can. So one thing that when I was starting one business that I kept being told was, don't spend a lot of money. Only spend what you have to spend. Uh, for Empire Living, we were often told, don't start hiring people until you don't have a choice but to hire people. Um, so I think. I'll use me as an example. Sometimes when you're so ambitious, you want to do all the things at one time. And you have to have, it's important to have people who can balance that out. So if you know me, you know that I can be very ambitious and have a thousand and six goals and dreams and ideas and, oh, we can do this and, oh, we can do that. And sometimes my, my goals are not realistic doesn't mean they can't be accomplished, but not at the time that I often want to give myself. So for me, what I had to do was be smart enough to realize that's a weakness of yours and a strength. But to help balance out that weakness, 
put people in your circle that will force you to slow down. And what that might look like for me is have me sit down and talk out how this makes sense. Have me sit down and talk about this is the timeline and how realistically can that be accomplished. Um, and just, just not minimizing starting small. I know we want to accomplish six things at one time, but sometimes if I can get three things done in a week, that's better than zero. Because you don't want to be over, you don't want to have, you know, what is it? Um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Essentially, when you have too many choices, you just don't make decisions. Um, I can't think of the phrase for it at the moment, but it might be a matter of, okay, this week the goal is to do four pairs of rings. That's it. If I do more, fantastic. If not, you know, the goal is not to do less, but the goal is to just do four. If that means I need to figure out my time and schedules and time, that's what I need to do. Because I think a lot of times we, I think sometimes we say we're really busy and we're not as busy as we think we are. You make time for things that you want to make time for. We just sometimes are just really bad at managing our time. I'm not saying this about you specifically, Athena, but just Bro, it's me. we need to. <laughs> But I, I'm I'm extremely guilty of this. I feel like I'm really busy, but the reality is, if I were to do a, a time diary or track my time, like how you tell you to track your business, your uh, your finances, if I were to track my time, I probably do have way more time that I could be utilizing. So when I'm aimlessly scrolling on social media or binge watching a television show, why can't I watch a television show and do something else at the same time? Now, I am very much an advocate of you need a break sometimes because sometimes we do do way too much and you do need a break. But figuring out what is that balance and having that good balance. I definitely struggle with the balance, um, especially because I got a job during the pandemic and uh, and I, you know, I. I'm thankful for the job because it's it's definitely giving me some money to do some things with that I need to get accomplished. But I definitely could manage my time better. Um, but I definitely find that I, I find myself making a lot of excuses, especially when it comes to my time. Because, but it's, I guess in a way, it's still technically not an excuse because it's like if I go there from 8 a.m. to sometimes 7 p.m. By the time I get home, I don't even want to look at myself, let alone look at what I need to do for my business. Um, and that's something that I know that I have to cut down the time I spend doing other things because, you know, I, I, I'm i only as good as I can be because of, you know, what I dedicate my time and energy to. And me working a full-time daytime job because I do bank at least, 77 hours at this job even in them four days uh every two weeks um that's a lot of time spent away from not even doing what i want to do as far as my passion is concerned and so i'm not making an excuse but that's definitely how my time management has gotten out of the way and then i think because i'm so scared of being broke i'm not i'm not ready to let that job go just yet just because i know that once i let that job go that's couple you know that's a comma that i'm letting go of a month that i don't necessarily have the income for right now to to do that but um i think 
that time is coming though, you know, where I have to like make a choice of what is important to me. Is it important for me to have things that I don't want to need <laughs> or um, be doing something that I don't want to do for the rest of my days and putting what I want to do on the back burner or when I feel like it or when I have the spare time or is what I want to do or my what I feel like my heart's desire is more important than having unnecessary things because I speak for myself. I, I look in my house and my closet and in my around me and all the stuff that I look at, I haven't worn, I haven't touched, I haven't used. It's like, why do I have this? You know, why am I spending money on this stuff that I haven't even touched? I have a storage bin now with stuff and I have no idea what's in it. But clearly I haven't touched it in two years. <laughs> so there's stuff in my garage that I have not touched in two years. Like, why am I holding on to this stuff? Um, why am I trying to work to extra, you know, extra to get more stuff um, when I'm not even like, like, like they're not even nurturing what I say I want to do. So I don't know. I definitely, <laughs> this is definitely a work in progress. And I, for anybody else out there who's feeling like this, know that you're not alone. Cause it's like, you know, being an entrepreneur, trying to step out, trying to do things on your own especially when you're getting into an industry that somebody else is already doing um, and or someone else is already doing, meaning a whole bunch of someone else's. Um, just try not to get discouraged by that. I mean, I, like I said, I practice, don't practice what I preach, but definitely try to stay out of your own head because for me, I know it's not beneficial. And you know, yes, what I do is similar to somebody else's, but it's still not um, the same. But being able to have that confidence in myself to say, I can do this. I can really accomplish this. I got this is a work in progress. So I don't know. That's my last words of wisdom, y'all. Just, you know, hey, <laughs> don't do what I do. <laughs> Find you some motivation <laughs> and stick with it because Lord have mercy. I swear, I, I promise you, I don't want to work for nobody else. And I tell my coworkers that all the time. I do not like working for other people. I found that out. But, you know, it's a, it's a moment. It's a need that's being met at the moment. So, I don't know. Any last tidbits of information you want to drop some knowledge on anybody? Uh, I will say, as always, it's important to be gentle with yourself. Give yourself grace. Um, Be very clear when you're making excuses versus... I don't even know what the opposite of that would be. Be very clear when you're making excuses. Um, and the areas that you're not as strong in, try to find people that can help you with those areas. Um, you know, give yourself little challenges. So maybe Athena and I, something we should do is to hold each other accountable. We need to kind of sit down and say, okay, this is what we want to accomplish by the end of this week or this month or whatever. And even if the small goals and just checking in. So that's something simple we can do. Um, I would even say going as far as kind of with your businesses, you know, like if you say, okay, I'm going to go to this vendor fair on this day. So therefore I have to have X, Y, Z accomplished in order for this to be a successful fair. Otherwise, you know, I, I still got to go because I paid to go, but it, you know, it's going to make it more complicated for me. So even if you have to do things like that, just to hold yourself more accountable, but, um, try not to get too discouraged. I mean, it, it's a common thing. 
all the greats would tell you they have times of discouragement and uncertainty. It's it's a function of being human. But that doesn't mean that that's not what you're supposed to be doing. It just might mean this is just a difficult time and you're going to, it'll pass. Just like everything else does. Yeah, look at you dropping all the knowledge. That's why you're the, the therapist of the year. Yay, we're mm. not. <laughs> so, like always, please, please, please visit us on www.empoweredlivinginc.net. Um, we are for real, for real close to this book being done. We we have some glimmer of hope in sight. So, uh, stay tuned for the updates. And then also, we will have our 11-year uh, anniversary slash book release party. Uh, with the purpose or for a cause uh, coming up too. So save your money. Don't be telling me how much the tickets cost too much because I, y'all go to dinner on Blanc all the time. So I'm just saying. Um, let's see. Anything else I'm forgetting? I don't think I'm forgetting anything else. But um, I can't think of anything at the moment. Yeah, but anybody listening who wants to put their uh, business information in our swag bag for our event, please uh, inbox us. Uh, or on Facebook or Instagram or even email us at info at empoweredlivinginc.net. We'll be sure to tell you about that lovely venture. So until next time, stay safe and try to find that spark for your entrepreneurship because, hunty, I'm about to get back in gear. So I want y'all to be great and do the same. So until next time, <laughs> talk to y'all later. <laughs> Have a great week. Bye. Bye.